the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And Lundy, I, I think I have missed, and I'm not exaggerating this number at all, I believe it's like 12 or 13 in a row. And NBA player props, uh, I'm hitting everything else. So I just need to stick with, like, standard lines, money lines, sides, totals, whatever, and screw the player props. So with that in mind, uh, I'm going to go back to what has actually been cashing for me here, and I'm going to attack the pair of postseason games tonight. Uh, Milwaukee taking on Boston and Beantown and Golden State on the road against the John ja Morantless. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies and what could be a gentleman's sweep in that series. So give me the Bucks. This is a two-legger on an alt line, plus nine and a half. And I'm going to slap that together with Golden State just to win straight up. So on the money line, and if you do that at BetMGM, it is plus 135. Now you look in this uh, Milwaukee-Boston series, the Bucks are plus 13. Uh, in the box score uh, with the final buzzer in game number one, then minus 23, then plus two, then minus eight. So they have covered in three of four on this alt line. And if you look at the net efficiency ratings throughout the entirety of the postseason, and these two teams are back-to-back, Milwaukee at 5.4 and Boston at 4.8. So evenly matched. I think you toss out the lopsided affair in game number two, and Milwaukee right now, a little bit of their backs against the wall. I think Giannis and company step up and make this thing highly competitive, especially Robert Williams, uh, who's listed as questionable that knee injury, is unable to go. Then meanwhile, for the Warriors, uh, they're the second-best team in the totality of the NBA postseason and net efficiency rating at 7.5. Uh, they're marvelous offensively, really come alive there, 1.173 points per possession, though Clay Thompson has struggled. You're going to hear his name a little bit later on here in the pod. But I think Steph and company go in and take care of business against Memphis, uh, who are painted in a corner here. And again, down there, megastar and Morant. I don't see how they're going to win this game. So again, Milwaukee plus nine and a half. Golden State to win straight up, plus 135 at Bet MGM. Do at least score a winner here. Well, I mean, it's the only thing you seem to be hitting. So, you know, we got to see. And I'm doing the exact opposite, Brad. I can't get jack shit right on the hockey rink, uh, but I'm hitting hockey player props of all things. So you yeah. and I are completely backwards right now. Um, which is not a big surprise is just, I, I mean, really Edmonton really never mind. Um, so I, am just going to, uh, I'm just going to follow what you've got as long as it has nothing to do with a player prop. But the problem is you've got a player prop, uh, a, a, a funky one coming up here later in the pod that I'm actually a really big fan of, which means it's probably doomed. Oh yeah. It's, uh, going to be living in Dante's Inferno here in short order. And that's just how it's going for me right now, man. I'm living with the polar bears and penguins in Antarctica and I'm a little chivalry and also a little bit uh, gun shy on firing off on some of these player props, but we got to fight through it and get back on the right side of the ledger. It is a hockey hope day edition of the pod and let's get after it with another fade five. Number five. All right, Lundy, the NHL postseason has been outstanding unless you've been losing units. Uh, So let's go ahead and reel in the sheets, my friend, and make some moolah tonight. What do you like? Pick number one 
on the ice. Uh, let's start off with the New York Rangers backs against the wall. This is uh, the contest tonight that could be an elimination. This one sits 3-1. The Pittsburgh Penguins have the lead, but they are at Madison Square Garden. The real question is, uh, much like Eminem, would the real Slim Shady please stand up? Can somebody <laughs> find Igor Shosturkin for me? The guy that is probably the odds-on favorite. I would be shocked if it didn't happen. For him to win the Vesna Trophy, for those of you that don't follow hockey, that is given to the best goaltender uh, over the course of the regular season. He's been pulled in each of the last two games because of the goals that he's given up. Uh, two games ago, he gave up four goals in the first period before he got yanked. And then in the most recent contest, he got yanked after giving up six, including five in the second period. I don't know what the hell is wrong with this guy, but all of a sudden Superman from the regular season has disappeared. If he can show up, and to a certain extent that's a big if, uh, then my then my bet for tonight is going to work. I think the Rangers' backs against the wall are going to force a game six. I'm going to take the Rangers on the money line at home, and I'm going to cross fingers and toes and various other appendages in the <laughs> hopes that Shosturkin actually shows up this time. The Rangers right now money line minus 135. That's what you can find at DraftKings. Igor, where the bleep you been? Shersherskin. Uh, that sounds like something the Swedish chef would mutter. <laughs> it really does. Number four. All right. Uh, with uh, my Shersherskin uh, out of the way, Lundy, let's wrap the puck and make some more bucks. What do you like? Aim number two on your betting card, or maybe it's a player prop where you seem to be hitting in the NHL. Bork, bork, bork. All right, uh, <laughs> let's go to the second game of the night. There are three games on the schedule, one of which will make an appearance in bonus time. But the second game on the schedule, 7.30 Eastern time, puck drop. Down in America's Wang, 2-2 is this series tied between Washington and Florida. And um, for this one, ah, Florida has not looked like the team that won the President's Trophy in the regular season. Now, we, we t talked on a couple of podcasts ago about the fact that the President's Trophy is almost like a curse uh, because you can finish the regular season with the most points, uh, but only eight times since 1986 has that team gone on to win the Cup. And right now, Florida has not looked uh, very good. So uh, you look at the fact that Florida has not scored a single power play goal through the first four games of this series, and you would expect with that offensive firepower, they would have done it by now. I'm going to take Washington on the puck line. Uh, to keep this one close. I don't know if the Caps are going to pull off the road win or not, but I think they can keep this thing close with how poorly Florida has been playing. So I'll take Washington plus one and a half. You can get that at DK at a minus 125. And let's look for the Caps to either pull off the upset, given how Florida has been playing, or at least to keep this one close. Oh, let's get on the right side, Harold Lundy. I feel a heater coming on in hockey. Number three. All right, let's go to Major League Baseball, where I'm doing all right. Uh, believe it or not, uh, it's somewhat like one of the few sports uh, where it's been somewhat profitable here the last uh, about two weeks. Uh, if you've been following the old spreadsheet, mixed bag of results last night. But I'm really digging this one. We got a ton of day baseball. We got a handful of games, though, under the prime timelines, including this matchup between the St. Louis Cardinals down there along the muddy waters of the Mississippi against the visiting Baltimore Orioles. Uh, and I'm going to do a one game or same game parlay, put this together at Bet MGM. Give me the cards 
on the run line. So I'm going to lay the standard one and a half. And then give me the O's under four and a half runs. Correlate, synergize, bring it all together. That's plus 105 again at BetMGM. Now, full disclosure, Baltimore has been a covering machine on the run line. They have covered in eight of their last ten in that category. Uh, the Cardinals, uh, the opposite. Uh, they are three and seven. Uh, in their last 10 home games on the run line. However, uh, this Baltimore team has not exactly been wrapping the bats. Uh, 3.4 runs per game away from the East Coast. They're batting just 229 on the road this season. And what's most important here is the pitching matchup. Miles Mikolos uh, has been nearly untouchable for the Redbirds. A 1.53 ERA, 1.78 walks per nine, and just a 27.9 Hard hit percentage, and he's going to go up against Spencer Watkins of Baltimore, who on the surface, you're like, oh, he's got 3.22 ERA. That's mighty fine, but he started peeling back the layers of the onion, and he realized uh, that that number is a bit of a facade, and there will be a correction sometime soon, and maybe even today. Uh, 4.03 walks per nine. Yikes. A 2.50 Babib, and here's what's most important, a 5.09 XFIP. Uh, so that is an indicator that that ERA is off by nearly two ticks. So overall, Cardinals win by two or more runs, and they keep Baltimore under four and a half runs, plus 105 at MGM. Fade or follow. You said you've been doing okay in baseball, right? Yeah, I, mean, I have been, been actually. We've established this, that apparently you're allergic to the hardwood, but <laughs> as long as we get out <laughs> on the diamond. it's a side or total or right. a money line parlay, uh, if it's a player prop, yes, uh, that is sinking my battleship. Okay. Okay. That, I just I, I like to make sure I want to establish where we're at. Where is the you know where are you leaning? It's kind of like when you're walking around the casino. You play blackjack for a while. Yeah. You're up a little bit. You decide to sh- shake things up. You go to a different game or a different machine, and all of a sudden you start losing. Then you got to go back. So I want to make sure of where we're supposed to follow you here in terms of what's been doing you right and what's been doing you wrong. I like this one. Nice and simple. It's not a huge payday, but we don't need that right now, especially you know if you're trying to make up for losses over in the NBA or on any of those player props this is your opportunity to try to make it back go find little wins folks i like this one simple run line team total on baltimore nice and simple small payout but that's all we need yeah exacto mundo pull through for me st louis stick around for my top plays not really just fade them in the nba plus bonus time not only in the association but the national hockey league and Major League Baseball. Number two. All right, Lundy, let's go back to the hardwood, and hopefully uh, the hard times will finally turn around for your boy, and those will go away. Uh, I'm going to go with a single play here uh, to start things off in the NBA and the player props market, and let's go to that second matchup, Golden State and Memphis. Uh, no Moran, as I mentioned at the top of the pod, and Clay Thompson as assistant in building a new skyscrapers across the skyline of San Francisco uh, with all the bricks that he has laid. Under three and a half main threes is where I'm going tonight. Minus 122 at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, You look at Thompson in this series. Three main threes, two, four, and zero. Uh, He's only shooting 36.3% from the floor overall and 28.4% uncharacteristically so from outside. But you know what? Shooter's going to shoot. That's why he's averaged 8.8 three-point attempts per game. 
Yes, Memphis has given up the second highest three-point percentage on defense at 36.2 in this NBA postseason among remaining teams, but Thompson is just frigid right now, and they may not need him in a game that could get ugly. Yes, even with the Grizz feeding off the energy of the home crowd. So, fade or follow, Clay Thompson under three and a half made threes. Uh, that is at minus 122 at FanDuel, Lundy. Do I cash a ticket and mercifully so? Well, I hope mercifully so. The thing that's funny is that Nuggets fans are sitting back going, where was this guy in the first round? Because in the first round against Denver, he couldn't miss. Right. Um, he was just, he was absolutely looking fantastic. Now all of a sudden he gets into the second round and he can't make it. Round Denver, they're like, really? You couldn't you couldn't have that happen against us? Come on, man. Um, I, I think you're going to get some mercy on this one. I, I think it's going to happen, Brad. I think you're finally going to get a player prop. I think actually both of these are going to hit. The one you've got coming up, I think is going to hit as well. Uh, so I'm... I'm, I'm sending you the mojo, my man. Let's take the under on three and a half made threes. I think he finishes right at three. All right, fingers and toes crossed. I will cash an under, please, with Clay. Number one. All right, and let's go to my top play of the night. And a guy who is uh, turning back the clock, uh, the sands of time still flowing and fluidly so for one Al Horford. At 35 years young, uh, a, a man that's been around, I think, uh, since uh, New Jack City was number one at the box office. So it's it's ridiculous uh, what he has been doing. So let's get creative here, Lundy. Got to lump all this together in the same gamer. All Hal, Al Horford all the time. Uh, Horford 12-plus points. Horford 8-plus rebounds. Horford to make a three. Horford to also get a block. All four of those thresholds hit. We're at plus 145. At BetMGM, now let me give you some context here. He has been over 12 points or hit 12 or more points in a game in five of his last seven. He's shooting 53.1% from the floor. Meanwhile, in terms of the threes, uh, he has hit a three in every single postseason game, tickling the twine at a 53.5% clip from along the arc. Uh, In terms of the rebounds, he's grabbed eight or more in five of his last seven and he's got a block in four straight games. I don't care about the matchup. I'm just going with a hot hand here, and hopefully those fiery digits will, again, score me a winner finally here in the player props market on all Al Horford plus 145 at BetMGM. Fade or follow? Uh, forget like New Jack. I wasn't he playing when the Temptations were at the top. Of the chart? That's kind of what <laughs> yeah, it feels like here with be. Orford. Yeah. He's been around forever. I actually really like this one. I, I think when you see a guy that's just sort of feeling it, he's got some sort of groove going on. He's found the fountain of youth, whatever you want to call it. I, I think this is kind of a fun same gamer. You just go to one dude, find the stat lines for him, and see if he can put one together. And I, I think this is actually really a fun bet for tonight. God knows my hockey bets have been, you know, kicking me right in the jewels. So I might as well have some fun on the hardwood. I told you, I'm trying to give you the mojo. I'm trying to give you the push to see if we can get you up over the uh, over the hump so that we can get towards this weekend with some cash in your account so that you can find some other creative way to blow it. Oh, yeah, I'll squander it uh, elsewhere, guaranteed. No doubt yep. about it. And maybe right now, it's bonus time, Lundy. Let's liquidate all the assets. What do you got tonight? 
All right, I got four for you. First, let's go back to the Caps and the Panthers contest. I'm going to take the under on six and a half total goals. Now, this plays into the fact that I'm taking Washington on the plus one and a half uh, on the puck line because I do think they can keep this close. And if they do keep it close, I think it's going to be low scoring. Uh, This series so far has hit the under in three out of their four games that they've played. And remember, Florida has not had a power play goal yet, and I don't see it changing with what I've seen so far on the ice. So all of that put together, I'm going to take the under um, on the six and a half. The late night contest Dallas and Calgary give me Calgary in regulation um, against the stars in this one that's a minus 130 at uh, at DK I'm not quite willing to take Calgary on the puck line I do think they could wind up winning this one convincingly tonight but instead I'm just going to take them in regulation I don't want to roll the dice too much and get greedy minus 130 I can live with and then two player props for you uh, for the Pittsburgh and Rangers game. I think this one could wind up being high scoring, so I'm looking for some player props that I like. Let's take Andrew Kopp, who has three goals in these four games, um, and I, I'm going to take him for a point at minus 125, just a point, goal or an assist. But I'm also going to sprinkle something on him to have an assist because he doesn't have one yet in this series. But this is a guy that had 32 of them over the course of the regular season. So for him to have a point minus 125, but a little sprinkle for an assist at a plus 165 at DK. And finally, Artemi Panarin uh, for the New York Rangers. His shots on goal prop is sitting at two and a half. I'm going to take the over and it's at plus odds at a plus 120. The reason why is he's only gone over this total once in the four games his game log is two two five and then a goose egg in shots on goal in the last contest and for me somebody with the talent of Panarin if I see them have a game where they did not have a single shot on goal I usually expect the pendulum to swing back the other way in the next contest he's too good to be uh, stuck with an offer like that so at plus 120 I will take him to go over the two and a half shots all right love it uh, let's get back to the NBA and let's do another uh, same game parlay put this together at FanDuel all Steph Curry all the time uh, give me the chef 25 plus points, six plus assists, and three plus made threes. Uh, if you look at Curry, he scored 25 or more in six of his seven playoff games, uh, shooting uh, somewhat marginal by his standard, 46.6% from the floor. Meanwhile, for the assists, he's been over in six of his last eight. Uh, and then with the three made threes, he has done this in seven of his last eight. A guy that's jacking it up, 10.2 attempts per game from outside, shooting 35.9% in this NBA postseason. So Uno Dos Trace, all three of those legs hit at FanDuel. That is a cool plus 132. Uh, Elsewhere, Jason Tatum, I'm going to take the under on 28.5 points against Milwaukee. I think it's just a tad bit too high for him. He's gone 21, 29, 10, and 30 uh, against the Bucks in this series. In the regular season, he had a 42-point game against them, uh, but he was in uh, the 25-point range in the other one. So he's been under in four of seven contests in total against the Bucks this season. And Milwaukee, the number one adjusted defensive efficiency rating in this NBA postseason at 0.994. So I think uh, it's like 25, 26 points for Tame Knight. Does not get to 29 or more. Uh, on the diamond, uh, let's go with a another same game parlay. Put this together at FanDuel at plus 131. Shohei Otani, who is doing special things right now, is your front runner to win MVP. And if you shop around at MGM right now, you can get uh, that for the AL MVP. The best odds in the industry at plus 275 if you want some of that action. But 
for tonight. Say, give me Otani, six-plus Ks. Give me Shane McClanahan in that same game, taking the ball for the Rays, six-plus Ks. And then give me the under in the game for nine-and-a-half runs. Uh, and, again, you get that at plus 131. Otani has had six or more Ks in three of five starts this season. McClanahan and five of six turns of the rotation this season. And uh, the Angels and Rays both inside the top 11 in K per nine this season. So they have high strikeout rates. And then last and certainly not least for me, give me the New York Mets over four and a half runs in the nation's capital against the Washington Nationals. Aaron Sanchez stinks for the Nats and eight point. 5-6 ERA and 13 and two-thirds innings pitched. He has a, one of the highest hard hit percentages of any pitcher in baseball at 59.6%. Uh, the Mets have cleared five runs in three of five matchups against Washington this season. And this Nats bullpen, also no bueno, eighth highest ERA at 4.18 so far in Major League Baseball. So over four and a half runs for the Mets, minus 110 at BetMGM. And that is a wrap on this loaded edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow uh, Mr. Nathaniel Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me there, at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And as always, until next time, uh, we're off tomorrow. We'll talk to you on Friday. Feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed. The noise.